Hey guys, Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Off Fitness Podcast. I'm recording this late on a Sunday evening. Usually I record the podcast Monday afternoon and get a couple of different things done. I have it out by Monday evening to you guys, but today is a little bit different because I'm back in work tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, working straight through to 4 and then I'm into boot camp on um, Monday, Monday evening 7 o'clock in. So by the time I do that, there's not much time for a podcast. I'm like, ah, I'll just leave the podcast to Tuesday. I'm like, no, I can't do that because I leave the Tuesday, I get left to Wednesday and Thursday in my head. The week was gone. It was going to be two weeks before the next episode of the podcast. So I had to get it done. And besides, if you can't tell, I'm pretty hyped up right now in my voice because the Mighty Villa, a week ago, I'm not even too sure if I mentioned the podcast, a week ago, I thought they were dead and buried. I thought they were definitely going to get relegated to the championship. Um... I remember I was in work last Tuesday and like they, were, they had a game against Arsenal that night. I'm like, there's no way they're beating Arsenal. And I was like, Watford had to lose 4-0 to Man City and then Villa had to beat Arsenal that night. I'm like, that's not happening. There's no way. And then I got a text off my sister just before my last session. Uh, Man City played Watford and they beaten them 4-0. And she's like, if Villa beat Arsenal, they would be out of the relegation zone for the first time in five and a half months. And I'm like... Yeah, but Villa aren't going to beat Arsenal, are they? So I didn't even plan to watch the game. I was going to do a session. and I was, going to, I was, going to, I was doing the, the session in ABC. I was going to do a workout afterwards and maybe just keep glancing over on Twitter and see how they're getting on. And then as soon as I'd finished the sessions, I'd have a quick look at the phone. And I was like, uh, my, boy, my sister was like, buddy, Villa are winning one nil. I'm like, this is a rib. She has to be joking. I checked online and they were somehow winning. So... Cleaned up there as quick as I could, got everything done, was straight back to the house to see the last 15, 20 minutes and it was so nerve-wracking. I don't know how, but they hung on and then today was, ah, today was just ridiculous. They were playing um, West Ham and there were so many different scenarios they could have get relegated on and in the first couple of minutes, like Watford were the same amount of points to them and then Watford went down 3-0 and I'm like oh they're safe like they just have the crews here to get a draw and they're safe and all of a sudden Bournemouth who looked like they were going to do nothing against Everton started banging in goals and they were up 2-1 which meant, meant they were on the um, one point behind Villa in the league and that they had better goal difference so if West Ham scored a goal all of a sudden Villa relegated so like I was on the edge of me see for the last seven, like the last the, the last 70 minutes of the game pretty much the whole game actually what am I saying the whole game was on the edge of me see but ever since like Bournemouth started scoring I knew if West Ham just scored once and Villa's defensive record all season has been shocking they've been good the last four games well the last three games since they got hammered by United they've been good the last three games but the rest of the season is like Villa always could see late goals. I'm like, here we go again. And then um, 86 minute, Jack really super Jack, buried the ball back in the net. I'm like, yes, go on the Villa. I'm like, this is it. I even had a, I had a video of it, I had to replay the goal. And I, as I was putting on Instagram, it's still on my Instagram story. And every time Villa have a big game, they win, which is very rare. But when we won the playoffs last year, they keep playing like Sweet Caroline and stuff like that. So I was literally putting the, the video up on my Instagram story with Sweet Caroline music. And then like, come on, Super Jack, this is it. We're, we're back up. I was so confident. They thought the game's over. I look up and West Ham put the ball in the back of the net. And I'm like, I don't believe it. I was absolutely sick. I'm like, this is it. There is no way the Mighty Villa are going to win now. Um, if anything, West Ham are going to nick another. And that's it. They're relegated. After me hopes getting getting up so much from being dead in the water to like the last couple of days thinking they're going to do it. And then dead in the water again. I'm like, that's it. 
but somehow, some way, Villa held on. Even Watford came back and made a three-two. I'm like, if Watford scored two more goals, they would have been, they would have stayed up. Had um, had West Ham scored, Villa would have went down. So many little things in the last couple minutes. I'm like. Why do I put myself through this? Why am I a Villa fan? But I'm, I'm wearing the old 1994 retro Villa jersey that I, I grew up watching them with Paul McGrath and stuff like that. So that's how I'm a Villa fan. Um, a six-year-old making that decision is, is way too young to make decisions like that. But that's what I did. Villa fan went through absolute torture today. But I'm delighted. And I'm cloud nine. They are in the Premier League for another season. And hopefully next season it doesn't come down to the last game. Because last year it came down to the last game, the playoff game, for them to get into the Premier League. So I'm like, I, my nerves can't be dealing with that. After what happened to the 49ers this year, my my, my, my nerves can't be dealing with that without running up to the Super Bowl and all the rest. But it's just great having sports back. Uh, so I'm, I'm really excited and really pumped about that. Before we get into, actually, you know what? We'll just hit the intro music and we're going to roll straight into today's topic. So now I've got the intro of the podcast out of the way and why I'm speaking a little bit faster than I'm normally doing. I'll try to slow down as I talk in these podcasts, but I'm speaking pretty loud. I'm pretty ecstatic. Villa are staying in the Premier League from another year. And that's the last to talk about that, apart from the fact that I am wearing the Mighty Villa uh, retro jersey right now. As I talk about today's topic, um, and this wasn't the initial lead into today's topic, but I want to talk about it anyway. I was in a local supermarket last uh, Friday just gone. And there was a fridge that had, you know, healthy, healthy and something food, something about healthy food options or something like that is said in the fridge. I looked down and there was a pizza there. I'm like, mm, okay, let's have a look at this. And of course, it was a gluten-free pizza. Uh, I'm not going to say it was some good fellas, but it was a gluten-free pizza. And I was like, okay, what makes it healthy? Okay, um, the gluten-free, how many calories has it got? I had like 440 calories. And of course, I said, I have to look up and see what normal pizza, 440 calories for half a pizza. Sorry, I had to write before you guys start thinking, oh, that's really good. 440 calories for half pizza. So I have to see what the other pizzas are like just in case. So I went over to the other aisle, had a look at the other pizzas. Uh, the other Goodfellas pizzas, the so same brand, everything else, all the rest, pretty much the same package. Instead of, said, instead of it saying gluten-free, this one says meat feast. The calories were pretty much identical. So the only way this was saying it was healthy was because it was gluten free. And I know I've touched on this before in the podcast, but it's in my mind, that's a scam. I mean, if, if you're a celiac, fair enough, have that pizza. That is that is obviously a lot better for you to have that pizza. But otherwise, I mean, it is I'm, unless I'm missing something here. Is that why they're saying that that's a healthy pizza? Because it's not calories. It's. And a lot of people assume healthier as in like less calories is going to help you with weight loss and all the rest. In terms of that, it, it's not because the calories equate, they're the exact same. If anything, you're probably going to get more protein out of the meat feast, the meat feast pizza than you're going to the, the gluten-free one, whatever one that was. So it's, it's, it's not healthy yet. They're able to say it's healthy, um, which is just bananas to me. I mean, that, that to me, that, that's, that has to be false advertisement, right? To, to, to say that, but... That's how that's how they get that's good marketing, I suppose, how they do get you on that one. But it would lead people to think that because this must be healthier, therefore that people equate it all the time. Whether you want to admit that or not, people equate stuff that are more healthy with less cal- with less calories in their mind or it's not gonna make them fat or anything like that. Which we can get on a different subject that I've definitely talked about in a previous episode of the podcast. I'm not saying that pizza would make you fat. I'm not saying I don't eat pizza, I definitely I haven't had a frozen pizza in a long time now that I think of it, but 
definitely back in my college days, I was getting those good fellas pizzas that the chicken polo one was like two euro. That got me by my college days so much. Not the best nutrition habit, not the best healthy habit I had in the world at the time just because my diet wasn't the best in the world but doesn't necessarily mean pizza's bad and um, have it as a part of a balanced diet i'm not saying that i'm saying just be careful when you see gluten-free and what's good and saying that's healthy when i'm not necessarily not it, it isn't necessarily healthy for you depends on what way you're looking at it and it depends on what way your calories equate over the course of a week i always say and um, like 24 hours you go over your calories fair enough but you're under your calories over the rest of the week you're probably going to be on your calories altogether and, and that's what's going to count in the long term the reason i'm talking about this is i still get asked a lot about exercise and how many calories and stuff would this burn and i just think we're looking at exercise the wrong way we look at it a lot of what's the best exercise to 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 burn calories to lose fat you know our, our burpees the popular one because it's used so many muscles burpees are the best best exercise to lose fat and then you get some smart ass personal trainer saying that um you know plate pushes are, are definitely best and you may be saying well what's plate pushes plate pushes is there's food in front of you and you push the plate away i was like okay very funny you're eating less calories obviously you know that helps losing weight but at the same time you know if you're not eating any meals you're no use to anybody because where are you going to get your energy from at all so that's like not eating is not the answer in theory it is but there's so many negatives to that i shouldn't really have to spend any more time on it so it's like what exercises are the best for for burning calories is is, is an awful way of looking at it i think we should be looking at exercises more in how does this help get me stronger or what are my goals in the gym or even outside the gym if it's triathlons or running or whatever it is to help me get faster to help me get fitter and true trying to achieve those goals your fat loss will come into play because you'll always be burning more calories and you're more con- when you're healthier you're more conscious of what you're eating anyway so you're probably not going to have that extra slice of, the, of, of dessert or anything like that or always be ordering pizzas or having those uh those those frozen pizzas because you're like i want to eat healthy because i want to have more energy so i want to have more energy eat the right foods foods get the right vitamins minerals into me so that i may perform better in whatever activity i'm doing because to be honest with you there, there is no best exercise for fat loss i know some people may be screaming this podcast going well what about hit training i mean you're you're burning your fat you're burning exercise i mean you're burning you're sweating surely that works some people say you burn six seven eight nine hundred calories of stuff an hour it's like well yeah if you do pure hit training and you're able to sustain it for an hour one i'm not too sure you are doing pure hit training and staying for an hour because it's so taxing so demanding on the body you could break it up a little bit and get a good 45 minute session out of it but two hit training is it I'm trying to think of the right word here to describe it and uh, it's convenient in that uh, it, uh, it's time efficient is what i'm looking for there it's it's time efficient you'll burn calories faster because your body's working harder at that time but you're not able to maintain that over a longer period it's like talking about would you walk five uh, walking 5k or running 5k what would burn more calories and and quick quickly thinking about it, you go obviously obviously running 5k you know if you run a 5k let's but let's let's weigh that out a little bit you run a 5k in 30 minutes great you know obviously you you've worked harder in those 30 minutes you're not working as hard when you're doing your walk however 
when you're doing your walking you're probably going to do it's going to be at least an hour to get to the same 5k mark so you're working twice as long not at a harder rate but you're probably going to burn the same amount of calories over that time so it's it's like a lot of people during covid lost a fair bit of weight because they were walking they were walking but they were walking a lot more because they were stuck indoors so they're probably walking an hour two hours three hours doing like it wasn't uncommon to hear about people walking two hours walking 10k 13k and all the rest just to get out of the house and do something and the, the fat was falling loss and now at the same time some people were eating more because they were bored of the house and we do that we eat when we're bored and we're like just next thing you know you're in the fridge and you're eating again and look i did that as well but people what i'm saying there is that people lost weight because they kept walking a lot more and now we're coming back to this new norm we're back in work and stuff people aren't walking as much and the weight is slowly creeping up and they're like well i'm at the gym how come the weight is slowly creeping up and it's because you did so much walking and you, you probably burned more calories so now when you're back in the gym you're back training whatever it is you got to look at it as let's try and get stronger let's curtail my diet let's bring it in a bit maybe but let's look at these certain exercises to get stronger in, in you know whether it's squats and deadlifts or let's try and get more chin-ups or more more push-ups let's look at it that way instead of everything just all be about calories because then you're gonna not think about the exercise you're doing you're not gonna think about your form you're not gonna think about doing it correctly the muscles you're using while doing those exercises and how to get stronger everything is just gonna be equated on on this number of, of calories and you may be going off your watch which could be wildly inaccurate there's a study that was done i think it's as much as 93 percent inaccurate the watches could tell you how much calories you're burning like I, I i never look at it and if you're down well one check the studies online they are wildly inaccurate smart watches for that i use it to get a rough idea of of how much i'm sleeping and stuff like that but even my step count is well off like i'd be looking at it some mornings and, and those that have a fitbit will know it starts at midnight it restarts your steps and it starts again and like I'll get up at five o'clock in the morning before I'm out of bed, I'll have a quick look and it says I've burned 45 calories. Uh, I've, I've walked 45 steps, sorry. I've walked 45 steps. I'm like, do I sleepwalk? Because this is a regular thing. Like I, I'm definitely not walking for, I'm not walking any steps. I'm in the bed for those six, seven hours. I'm definitely not walking. Yet the watches keep adding stuff on. But if you get a rough number with it and you, you kind of set that rough number as a benchmark, don't treat it as gospel that's the number that that's what i'd work off rather than uh, that is an exact science and i have to burn exactly that amount and then i'm able to afford to eat this much amount of food on top of it to, to balance out my calories or still be in a calorie deficit i've talked about that before that is a huge huge reason why people don't lose weight when they think they're eating less calories and they're actually eating more because they think they're burning more calories you always think you're burning a lot more calories than you actually are so be very very careful with that so my whole point with this whole thing in terms of talking about efficiency with hit and doing the right exercise for you and the efficiency with running as opposed to walking is you need you need to change your mindset and how you look at exercise and look at it as a rewarding thing for not this i don't like the way i look uh, or i'm i'm too fat or anything or anything like that uh, that's why i'm exercising that's, that's punishing yourself and if you're punishing yourself it's gonna it's gonna put you in a bad move every time you walk into the gym or every time you go do running it's like i have to punish myself to 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 lose this fat or whatever it is it's like no 
let's look at it as I am bettering myself at this activity and in the long run those other results will come so set goals in the gym if you don't like the gym fair enough I'm obviously a strong proponent of the gym and strength training being a foundation for everything else but if that ain't for you that ain't for you if hit training is not for you if you dread the idea of going to a spin session don't go to a spin session because it's not going to last find something you do there are so many different activities out there um that one of them has to fit your lifestyle and give you something to look forward to it's a monday as you're listening to this podcast for a lot of people there has to be something out there that makes you go yes i'm looking forward to doing this activity tonight or tomorrow night and whether that's getting back into sports maybe but there just has to be something out there for you to, to get back in exercise to lose weight alone is going to put you in a negative mindset and it's not going to work over time gotta put the phone on silence that's a big man ringing me from america we're supposed to do the any given run day podcast any second so with that said i'm gonna wrap this up this podcast by saying change your mindset on exercise if exercise alone for fat loss was all you're interested in you'd probably use a jump rope for an hour if you jumped out for an hour you'd burn a ton of calories it'd be boring as hell but you, you that's that would be sufficient and that would work so don't do that and as well as that it's a horrible way for two uh to kill an hour to be in just jump rope over and over and over again and your calves will be in bits too but that would work that would burn a ton of calories if that was the only goal we're human we're not going to do that we need something to excite us that keeps us going that keeps us in a routine building good habits so with that said i'm going to wrap up this episode of the podcast i got one more podcast to, to record tonight and then edit both of them before i get a couple of hours sleep before working in the morning uh, for those listening to my boot camp no burpees no extra burpees because the, the villa are in the premier league for another season and i am very happy with that and that's all i gotta say this week for this episode of the cold shop fitness podcast thank you for listening and take care